Hello there, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Big Toys Once Podcast, a place where gaming meets comics, meets sports, meets movies, as well as inspiration. Of course, my name is King Von Jr. Von of course, for tonight's episode, we're going to ded- dedicate this to the illustrious 25-year career of the radar superstar known as Edge. So welcome to another episode of Victorious One's podcast. I'm going to turn this thing up. Um, of course, thank you very much, thank you very much for tuning in to another episode of Victorious One's podcast. Of course, a place where gaming meets comics, meets sports, as well as movies and inspiration. Of course, my name is King Von Jr. Follow me on social media and on Twitter at 301 King Von Jr. On, on, of course, the show's Twitter page at Victory Victory Five One. I'm on Instagram at Mr. King Von Jr. You can follow the show's Instagram page at Victorious Ones Podcast. I'm also a social media producer for the Unpopular Unpopular Reviews Wrestling Show Perfect Flex Talk Radio on Mondays at 6 p.m. Hosted by Mike Knox. And of course, um, of course I also have articles on the Victorious Ones Podcast.wordpress.net. And so, so of course, so of course, thank you very much for joining for tuning in. And um, like, like I said, of course, on YouTube, follow me at Von Resper Jr. Make sure to like and subscribe, you know, for plenty of great content as well and um you know, of course this has been uh you know pretty uh, a pretty packed you know like a, a pretty uh pretty packed week when it comes to the week of wrestling and, and 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 as well as news and just other things in general um you know so so so, so of course uh, you know, first and foremost um you know, before I, before i go any further i want to say happy birthday to to the late great kobe being bryant would have turned 45 mamba forever so i want to say happy birthday Kobe, RIP to him, and of course I also want to say uh, rest in peace, uh, rest in pa- rest in power to Kobe Bryant, also rest in power to uh, to, uh, to Terry Funk, who we just lost today. Um, you know, so, you know, so, so, just, so of course I want to say our, our uh, sorry, sorry about that. Um, so of course I want to say our RIP to the both of them, and um, you know, and of course, like I said, you know, just when it comes to uh, there's just so much, so much to, to go into. Like I said, as far as, far as this week. Um, you know, of course, we're going to talk about going to talk about Edge's final match and what the future may hold. As well, oh, by the way, uh, for those that may be watching, I'm also wearing this really cool John Cena versus Edge WWE Rivals shirt. You know, it was definitely, um, you know, definitely one of the best uh, rival shirts that I've seen out of that whole collection. So I have the one with Bret Hart versus Shawn Michaels. I also have the one with uh, Stone Cold versus The Rock. You know what I mean? So, so, you know, so, so as far as like as far as that uh, shot at WWE. Really went to that bad with this, but um, like I said, so much to cover when it comes to Edge's last match. Uh, the, you know, as far as what the future holds, um, you know, like I said, certainly, certainly wanted to you know, get, get a recap. Um, you know, of, of the premiere of Ahsoka, as well as uh, a, a recap of uh, episode three of Winning Time. I also, also, want, also wanted to, you know, of course, also wanted to talk about the, the, week, the week of wrestling um, when it comes to Trish versus Becky now having a steel cage match. I believe, as, as well as especially when it comes to last night's episode, episode of NXT, NXT Heatwave to be exact, and just a spectacular main event was very historic, you know, involving Carmelo Hayes versus Wesley for the NXT Championship. 
and um, you know, of, course, of course, to cap things off, uh, of course, to top things off. Uh, you know, of course, I want you know, at least like my, my main show, main uh, segments. I want to talk about Edge's uh, top, my top ten uh, Edge matches of all time, as well as where I see him uh, when it comes to wrestling history. You know, and so um, so, and, and, and think about, you know, of course, the thing about a guy like Edge is that he has the spectacular uh, catalog overall. And I mean, like, you know, just, just pretty much made some, some. Um, like I said, just, just so like I said, he, he just, he just, you know, just, just has had, just had, just has had, um, like I seen like I seen an incredible catalog, um, overall, overall when it, comes, when it comes to matches, when it comes to moments, when it comes to, like, like I said, you know, just, just, after, you know, just, just, just pretty much, um, you know, like, you know, just, just, uh, just absolute greatness in, in general. And, um, you know, I mean, like, and, and just to, you know, it's like just to simplify a top 10 edge match list of edge matches, you know, like in and of itself, you know, in and of itself, you know, like you know, it can be somewhat of a challenge. And, um, but, you know, but at the same time, I'm definitely willing to take that challenge. Um, you know, like I'm definitely willing to, willing to, to, uh, to take on that challenge uh, head, on, head on, if you will. And so, um, like, like I said, like I, said you know, I, I know it's definitely going definitely to be amazing. And, um, you know, like, like, like I said, of course, as far as, um, all right, so, like, you know, of course, I want to, want to start off um, with this past Friday on SmackDown. So, of course, I'm going to, this episode is pretty much going to start with Edge and it's going to end with Edge. So, that's pretty much like the bookend. Um, this past Friday on SmackDown, uh, you know, you know like I said, this past Friday, Friday on SmackDown, uh, Bianca Belair and Charlotte Charlotte Flair you know, uh, defeated uh, defeated Damage Control, you know, defeated uh, Eos, uh, Eos Sky and Bailey, and um, so you know, so so you know, so, so, um, so, so, so of course, even though um, even though Bianca and Charlotte Bianca and Charlotte had won, um, but you know, but of course, of course, Bianca was attacking the Damage Damage Control, and come to find out, you know, like I said, that that was a way of writing Bianca off off the TV. Um, you know, I, I guess because, you know, because, you know, I guess probably because of um, you know because of the you know, the reality show that uh, that her Montez about to have. You know, I see you know, whatever, whatever the case may be when it, when it comes to that. So um, so for the time being, she's been written off of WWE television right now. Um, you know what I mean? So, so so as far so as far as that, and also like, like I said, you know, like I said, the main attraction when it came to SmackDown was Edge's final match, especially when it comes to when it comes to Toronto. Um, you know, of course, his final final opponent in Toronto was none other than Sheamus, and Sheamus is very significant when it comes to uh, Edge's return, you know, because of the fact that the Sheamus is one of the guys um, the Edge actually trained with, like in order to in order to get in shape, in order to prepare for his comeback. Uh, uh, Sheamus, along with FTR, you know, who at that time who were WWE, or of course, known as as the Revival. And so, um, you know, like, like, so, you know, like, so, like so, uh, those, those guys were very instrumental uh, when, when it came to Edge's comeback. When it came to, like, so, you know, just, just just him coming back, and you know, like, so, it, it, it really, you know, like, so, it really is like just just the best shape they could possibly be in. And so, um, so like, like, so, you know, those guys were very instrumental when, when it came to, when it came to, um, like, so, you know, sort of that, that, I guess you could say, sort of renaissance, if you will. Yeah, you know, these were, you know, rejuvenation in Edge, and, and, and so, so, of course, because of that. So we, you know, Edge has Edge has had an incredible uh, three-year comeback, 
and so on. And of course, he was able to like you know, check off so many different names that I guess were on his bucket list when it comes when it comes to we want we want to face. So, you know, of course, whether it was uh, like I said, whether it's picking things back up with Randy Orton, um, feuding with Roman Reigns, you know, what I mean, like as, as far as far as that, you know, of course, the best feud that he's had uh, during this comeback, obviously, you know, was the feud with Seth Rollins, and none of those none of those matches ever disappointed at all whatsoever from top to bottom. It was spectacular because I felt as though that was a passing of the torch, you know, uh, Edge versus Rollins, you know, what I mean, but because. Because of the fact that Seth Rollins um, has taken so much out of Edge's playbook, so it's only fitting that they, you know they said that, that they that they now we have some, a, a dream match, but also excuse me, like it's all, also just a rival rivalry in and of itself, and it's one of those you know rare occurrences rare occurrences where um, let's see where the dream match lives up if not exceeds uh, the expectations. Like you know, like one of those one of those dream one of those dream matches. Fuse that like said, that that is actually fulfilled. Um, you know what I mean? So, so, like, so like I said, like I said, when it comes to that, um, Seth Rollins was you know said, was very integral. Make um, like, like said, you know, like so with his Randy Orton uh, challenge Roman Reigns for the title. Seth Rollins, um, the whole Judgment Day feud, which lasted an entire calendar year, doing like said, you know, both, both, both WrestleMania 38. Uh, like I said, and culminating in WrestleMania 39, um, even 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 though that there are parts in that feud where it felt like it, you know, it's kind of like dragging, just just because of edge schedule, you know, he's part time, you know, like I said, doing things like, like I said, part time, not showing up every, very you know that much often, very often stuff like that, and um, you know, but, but at the same time, it was, it was still able to, um, like like you know, like I said, if you still still finally able to put that to bed, finally like you know, like I said, when, when it came to to be. Uh, when it came to that WrestleMania, WrestleMania 39 match, and um, yeah, of course, I'm proud. I'm actually proud to say that, like I said, I, I was actually in the, in the audience to watch Edge in that match, and, and, and what, what I thought at the time would be Edge's last uh, WrestleMania match, but you know, hopefully, this would not be his last WrestleMania match. You know what I mean? So, but you know, of course, you know, so, but of course, more on that later. Uh, like, like I said, you know, but, but of course, like, like but, I'm sorry. Of course, um, on SmackDown uh, that same night, um, Edge had this really cool uh, video package, this tribute, like Zena, like, like I mean, like the video package even included um, when he was in the audience asking um, asking Bret Hart that question, and, and this was this was a, a video, so um, this was this a video clip uh, from Nice Night Two when Edge was when Edge, when Edge was, was just starting, and so um you know so like I said so there was a clip. Uh, with Brett, you know, like I said, with Brett was on the, was, was on like some Canadian talk show, and um, Edge, you know, like I said, and, and of course, I mean, of course, Edge, Edge asked him a question, um, how to get into WWE, and you know, Brett was giving it, you know, just, just telling him, you know, just to gain more experience and stuff like that, and so, you know, so, so of course, like, like I said, like I said, like I said, the fact that he showed that, and they just showed so much of his, the greatness of his career, and showed, you know, and, and of course, he even show like showed the other current wrestlers. Um, Today on the main roster, like you know, like uh, and homage to Edge, like I said, with, with his Rey Mysterio, Charlotte, Natalia, uh, Cody, Sammy, Miz um, is on there as well. Uh, John Cena even, you know, uh, John Cena even uh, even did a video uh, where, where he gave Edge a shout out, you know, some stuff like that, congratulated him and, and whatnot. And so, um, so, so, of course, everything comes full circle. Like, like, and that, of course, eventually. 
um, Edge has his final match against Sheamus, which was absolutely spectacular. It was absolutely amazing. And there, like you said, people were, were thinking there's there's going to be a heel turn stuff like that. None of that happened. Um, Edge won, and at, you know, of course, at the end of the match, um, celebrate with Sheamus. You know, of course, Edge's family was there, um, his wife and his daughters. You know, so it's, you know, so as far as that, and um, you know. And, and of course, it was even of course, um, there was there's even a video that's been, that's been flying around um, where you know where, where she's giving a speech uh, after the show's over, right? And so, and so of course, the way he was talking, he was he, like, he, he wasn't sure um, what the future will hold for him, you know. I mean, because of the fact that even even though even even you know this this was, you know like everybody everybody was emphasizing. The fact that this was this this was built as the final match of his WWE career, you know what I mean, and so on. And of course, like, like in the sense, in the sense of um, you don't know if uh, if Edge if, if Edge is going to sign a new deal, um, so you get at least like one last match like WrestleMania, you know, something like that, or you know, or if Edge is going to you know sign a new deal and, and instead um, become more like a road agent, become like like seeing like. Just like you know, being more of a, um, like some more of a backstage role, some type of like advisor, some type of like mentor, stuff like that, you know, whatever. Um, because of the fact that Ed, you know, because of what Edge has accomplished, and like I said, you know, just so much of his expertise and so much of his wisdom that he could pass on to the next generation, things like that. And but at the same time, there are a lot, there are a lot of people who are speculating that he could go all elite and all in and things like that. You know, like all for, just for the sake of having one last run. Um, with his best friend Christian, so he could reunite his edge Christian, you know, stuff like that. Like I so said, just for just for the sake of nostalgia. Um, while that sounds great on paper, just for, just for uh, just just for the sake of um, the nostalgic vibes and things like that. You know, I said the, the, the union of edge Christian versus the Hardy Boys one last time, AEW stuff like that. You know, just, just because um, it wasn't the cards for them to, for them to have to have that. Uh, like that final send off from WWE, obviously. Um, but I feel, I feel, I feel like this, and this is a conversation that I had um, last night on um, Turnbuckle Talk with the host Scott and Corey. In the sense that, like, my feeling is this: on paper, it looks great. Like from a concept standpoint, it sounds nice. You know, you know, for the quote hardcore wrestling fans and stuff like that. You know, we want. We, Crave nostalgia and stuff like that. Um, I mean, it's the concept sounds nice, but beyond the nostalgia factors, like then what, right? You know, whereas AEW compared to WWE when it comes to like you know, how they handle legends and, 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 and for, for me, like when it comes to other stuff like that. Um, once you get past, like I see the nostalgia, the nostalgia phase, it's just like well. To offer, you know, I mean, you know, you know, you know, because of the fact is, it's just like, um, you know, and, and, and of course, I think one of the uh, points that me brought up with was in regards to like safety concerns about, you know, about how, you know, about how, how they don't care about, you know, they don't really care about, you know, about wrestlers, uh, like, like they don't really, you know, care about the wrestlers, like, bleeding all over the place and, and just having these, you know, like, just, you know, just, just these weird, uh, like, situations where you like, just you know, it, it, 
it just doesn't look right. It's, it's hard. Like I'll say it like this. It's hard for me to see Edge in another company. You know, because to paraphrase E40, uh, Edge is too loyal to the sword when it comes to WWE. Right. Um, well, I just used to E40 reference in the podcast, but anyway, uh, whatever. But the thing is, like I said, the point is Edge is too loyal to the sword when it comes to WWE. You know, and I'm not saying, you know, like I said, you know, like I said, I don't begrudge anybody for you know, want to follow, you know, the dreams or have a check, you know, have a checklist that, want, that they want to do and things like that. But I feel as though WWE has rolled out the red carpet so much for Edge in ways that they would, would never ever do for Christian or for Matt Hardy and stuff like that. Um, uh, Jeff as well, you know, like I said, like, 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 because, of fact, because of the fact that, like I said, so Edge, WWE has rolled out the red carpet for Edge, for Edge in ways that they wouldn't do for Christian. Uh, certainly not for Matt, or even for or even when it comes to Jeff for that matter. And so, um, you know, like 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 I said, it's 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 one of those things where Edge is so synonymous with WWE, it would feel weird, you know, you know, for him to to see him in another promotion, you know, even though even though it could be like one one two last matches and stuff like that, but still, I feel as though someone of Edge's caliber, of Edge's pedigree, is more deserving. Than to um, have his final, final, final match um, in another company. This, this is not me going to shade or begrudging AEWs or anything like that, you know. And, and you know, like, you know, or especially consider that Chris Jericho over there. But at the same time, at the same time, Edge has more affiliation with WWE, you know, uh, than Jericho does because of, because of the fact that prior to Joined WWE, Jericho um, wrestled all over the world, and and made his name in all these other different places prior to WWE. Now, of course, WWE is uh, the place that took his career to a whole nother level and etched etch his name in stone and solidified him further as a legend in ways that WCW wasn't going to do, you know? Um, but I guess with, I guess with Jericho, you know, it's, you know, he's one of those guys that, you know, that just, that just wants to explore, you know what I mean? And that's pretty obvious by the fact that he's, you know, in a private company. Um, but, you know, like, like I said, even though it's too, you know, it's too soon for me, for me, you know, for me to say that right now, but like, like the thing about it is that. When it comes to that type of like just undying allegiance, like being just a constant, you know, constant like WWE, it's constant synonymous with WWE, right? Uh, I look at Edge the way that I look at um, Undertaker, Undertaker, Shawn Michaels, John Cena, Randy Orton, Stone Cold, The Rock, you know, guys that are so embedded into that WWE brand. That it just feels weird to see them anywhere else, right? Edge in AEW is almost like Shaq with like Cavs or something, you know. Um, Jordan with the Wizards, um, Keen with Toronto and stuff like that. You know what I mean? Like it's, it just, it just does, it just doesn't feel right. It would be like John Cena going to AEW, It'd be like Randy Orton going to AEW, like. That's not the type of thing that you know that you 
can't really fathom it or even wrap your brain around. You know what I mean? Even just for a match or two. You know, like if I want an Edge of Christian reunion, I will wait for the Hall of Fame. I'll, like I said, I'll, I'll wait until the time comes for both of them to go into the Hall of Fame, Hall of Fame together as a tag team. You know, I'm good on that. My thing is, like I said, considering Edge's resume, um, you know, like, like, you know, like, like I said, just his importance to, to, to WWE, um, how he um, made his debut as a product of the Attitude Era. I've seen that ever, ever, ever since he never seems to be using the number of group to Edge and Christian. Like seeing a like expression, as far as the our superstar and so on and so forth, everything like that. You know, it's just like Edge has more of a tie to WWE than um, the rest of his peers, right? And so, you know, like 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 the thing about it is, of course, like I said, I'm not telling anybody you know what to do with the you know with the rest with the rest of their career or anything like that, but it's just. Like I said, it, you know, like, like I said, it's it's like seeing it's, it's like it's like seeing a certain leg, like a legendary player um, in a different uniform. It's just like uncharacteristic. You know what I mean? It's, it's like seeing uh, Jerry Rice wearing Seahawks um, uniform, right? You know, or you know, like not, not just Seahawks, but you know, not just Seahawks, but even to a certain extent, even with Raiders, or whatever. But like, especially with Seahawks. But the point is. It's just like you know, like I said, seeing Jerry Jerry Rice outside of the 49ers uniform, like you know um, that eventually he's going to get a touchdown, but it's not going to be as frequent, you know, as before. So even though this is you know Edge's last go around, I feel as though um, he should have more of like a hero's send off, and what better way of a hero send off than wrestling in the fourth? And for me, I would say that the best opponent for him to have. Um, when, it, like I said, when it comes to WrestleMania 40, at this point, there's nobody else better than John Cena because simply because of the fact that obviously the rival is uh, Cena's, it's like Cena's quintessential rival. I'm also that John Cena's Edge's greatest rival. You know, what I mean? like as far as that, um, and it's especially considering the fact that you know, with, you know with this uh, with this strike going on, you know, and, you know it's, it's like there's nothing else you know for, for Cena to really do right now. It's said like that, but um, you know, it's, it, it's, it's just like you know, there's nobody um, more suitable for Edge to have a final match with John Cena because of the fact that they never ever had a standard one-on-one WrestleMania match together. As great as their rivalry has been, that's the one thing, the one thing, the one element that's missing. Even other than that, like said, the, the rivalry itself. Phenomenal. It's absolutely amazing in and of itself. Um, like, like I said, you know, it's still just that one, just that one element that's missing was a one-on-one, was a one-on-one, one-on-one WrestleMania match. So I feel as though that the match they had at Backlash, that last match, Santa match, should have been their match at WrestleMania 25 instead of that, instead of that put, thrown together uh, triple threat, including Big Show. For, you know, even even though seeing you know, Cena had that moment where we, uh, we, 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 we get both of them the attitude adjustment, like, pile on top of each other. But still, I feel as though that 
that that, that they could have had that um that uh, the, the match of backlash at WrestleMania, you know. And so um like like, like I said, at least in my estimation, I would say that I would much rather like see sorry for that. Um you know, like, 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 like I said, for me, I would much rather see a guy of Edge's caliber close out his career in WWE. Like, like, see, and, and, and just like and the thing about it is just look at look at his resume, look at what, look at his importance, look how influential he was. Like when it comes to the money, the money, the money in the bank ladder match, he was, he was the first one uh, to win the briefcase. You know, which meant he's the first one to cash it in. And look who cash in on John Cena. And so, so, so of course that that blazed the trail for for so many others. I mean, I guess like you know, all, all, all the way down to Seth Rollins himself, who had the ultimate cash in at WrestleMania, WrestleMania 31. You know, so so so, so as far as like, like I said, just um, influential and impactful. Edge and Christian, uh, one of the greatest tag teams of all time. Um, Edge would like seeing because the fact he because the fact that Edge was a pioneer when it, when it comes to the other TLC matches. And just like just so much of his imprint on um, just like you know, just, just WWE, WWE history, right? And um, like so because of that, he's one of the quintessential heels, like ever. You know what I mean? So, so it's just like his his mark um, on that company and just in wrestling itself cannot be replaced. It cannot be denied. And later on, I'm definitely going to go into uh, my top 10 uh, edge matches. And it's, like I said, it's, and, uh, it's certainly not a walking park. It can be some of a doozy in and of itself. And, um, you know, so, 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 you know like, 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 like I said, you know, like I said for the, you know, say for, the, for those that are watching um, by way of YouTube or by way of, you know, or, or by, by way of like Facebook or something, you know, like I said, you know, complete, you know, like I said, please feel free um, to leave a comment and, and, let, and let me know. Uh, what, you know, like I said, what are some of your favorite edge matches, um, some of your favorite edge moments, and things like that. And so, like I said, I'm going get, to get to that, get to that a little bit later. Um, you know, so, 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 so of course, so, like I said, you know, so, so, of course, as far as that, uh, so, 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 so as far as that, um, I went, I briefly went into, like, briefly, briefly went to do a recap um, of the premiere of Ahsoka. And, you know, of course, like the latest. Star Wars show on Disney Plus. Um, this two episode premiere has been absolutely phenomenal, and um, you know, I, like, like I said, I, I like I like the story that's the story that's being told. I like how how she's become more of a of a central figure. Ever, ever, like I said, ever since we've seen her um, in the Mandalorian and the uh, Book of Boba Fett, right? And so, and, 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 of course, and of course, like her as a character has not disappointed has not disappointed thus far. And um, like, and, 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 and just and, like, and, and, and just, just, just to see her backstory, um, like, from from once being a Jedi, and you know, and, and, just, and just like, like, just her growth, and, and, and just to see how she has become, uh, who she is now, and how she's how she's much more of a battle-tested warrior, and um, you know, what I mean, and, 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 just, and just like, you know, just just a leader, um, in general. And so, so I think. That this show has the potential to be to become one of, one of the best, uh, like a series of, of this franchise. You know, I would say that when it comes to Star Wars TV shows, The Mandalorian is number one for me. Um, 
followed by mixing like you know, I'm talking about live action that is mixing followed by the book book of Boba Fett. But I feel as if that this show has the potential um, to be better than the book of Boba Fett is certainly to be uh, to, to, you know less, uh, less than that. Actually, I have Mandalorian number one. I also have um, Obi Wan series right after that. Then I go with the Boba Fett. That I feel as so that this has the potential to, to, to be better than Boba Fett, and so to be like up there when it comes to the other, the Obi Wan series. You know what I mean? And, and so on. Uh, and of course, Rosario Dawson. Dawson is phenomenal, um, as always, in her portrayal of Ahsoka Tano, and, and how she embraces that role. You can definitely see it um, in the in the way that she portrays it in the show. And of course, rest in peace to Ray Stevenson. And so, um, you know, like, so, 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 so as far as that, and like, 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 I'm possibly thinking I'm entertaining the idea of doing an episode where I'm just doing just just exclusive exclusively exclusively a full recap um of the series. You know, you know what I mean? So so so, you know, so, so as far as that, like I said, I'm I'm kind of like you know, just entertaining entertaining that idea um at the moment, you know. And so so that's my review of that. And so on um, so when it comes to uh Winning Time episode three, this episode is more about Larry Bird's back, um, uh, background story, you know, his origin story, if you will, um, along with the, um, like, you know, along with you know, the potential turmoil of the Lakers at this point, um, yes, especially because, especially like, um, especially when it comes to uh, Magic signing that huge um, contract extension, you know, just like a twenty-five year deal and stuff like that, and, and how that create how that creates friction um, among his uh, fellow teammates. And, you know, and, 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 so, and, and also, like, you know, just to see uh, how things are starting to unravel when, when it comes to uh, the Lakers coaching re- regime, um, as far as Paul Westhead and uh, Pat Riley. And so, um, so, 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 of course, like, we could definitely see uh, a change in the guard, especially when, especially when, once, uh, once episode four hits. And um, I, I know there's definitely going to be, um, you know, it's, it's definitely going to be quite a ride. Um, as as I believe that season two uh, is starting to heat up even more, right? And so, um, so, 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 and the thing is, last year, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I did like for, for, uh, like for each week. Um, I even did I even did a recap episode exclusive recap of episodes exclusively for the show. And um, so I'm thinking about probably doing. Um, a, you know, like a, a show, like an episode that is dedicated specifically to, um, you know, to to to, re, to recapping the entire uh, season. So, like I said, I'm thinking about doing that. Thinking about doing, you know, doing that for Ahsoka as well. So, like I said, you know, that that's just the sort of like you know miscellaneous news right now before I get back into wrestling. And so, um, so, 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 so of course, um, on Raw, Trish and Becky agreed to having. When you say um, uh, you know, eventually like a steel cage match and payback, and so 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 we're talking, you know, hopefully, that, hopefully this will this will be something to to really give that uh, give that feud even more steam, you know, you know because because there are certain things about this feud that uh, you know, that weren't that 
haven't exactly been hitting um, on all cylinders, you know. And so I always feel like, I always feel, you know, feel as though there's, I don't know how you can pinpoint it. There's just something just feels off um, about, you know, like I said, about, about this rivalry. I mean, it's all the ingredients in the world to be much better than what it is, but it's not exactly hitting or moving the needle the way that you would expect it to, you know. And this is all with all due respect to Becky Lynch as a performer. She's definitely one of the all-time greats of Ultra Stratus. They're both in the same conversation when it comes to, to when it came, when it comes to this GOAT conversation, conversation when it, when, um, as it pertains to women's wrestling, right? Um, I still feel as though that, that you know, that, that I've all the women wrestling, women's wrestlers, um, especially, especially coming through the you know, horsewoman, the one horsewoman, horsewoman that would, uh, you know, that would, that would, that would meet those dream expectations and that exceed them is none other than Mercedes Monet herself, the artist formerly known as Sasha Banks. You know, I even had a dream match wrestling shirt, shot at the dream match wrestling, shot at the dream match wrestling. Um, this really cool, uh, Trish Stratus versus uh, Sasha Banks shirt, you know, what I mean? and if, in fact, that, that was actually a dream match that actually had, that actually had um. Actually, put on my WrestleMania dream card, you know, Sasha versus Trish, because I feel as though, out of all the horsewomen, I feel as though Sasha, aka Mercedes, um, is the one who could really bring in the very, very, very best uh, out of Trish. They could be playing beside each other, but it's just like that's more of a custom made, like more a custom, custom, a custom fitting. Um, Like saying, you know, of course, uh, uh, sorry, sorry about that. My, my apologies. Um, you know, I like, I, you know, I got a, like I said, like I said, my, my apologies for that. Um, but yeah, you know, like, you know, of course, a little, you just got acting up a little bit. But, um, but yeah, like, like, like I said, you know, in, in regards to, like I said, in regards to when it comes to, uh, like I said, when, when it comes to, like, when it comes to the greatest sportswoman, um, you know, like I said, that, that could really sort of like bring, bring the best. Out of uh, out of Trish, you know, if, if, if you will, um, I feel as though that I, I feel as though that the out of the horsewoman, the one that could that could give her the best dynamic, give her the best chemistry, would be none other than Sasha Banks herself, you know, aka now known as Mercedes. But um, you know, of course, we all know how you know how that turned out, whatever. Um, you know what I mean? But you know, but the, like but the thing about it is, is that it's, it's just like um, there's so much more, you know, that. that that this feud could really tap into, even though 
uh, you know, for, for when a certain given Zoe start to keep people more exposure. You know what I mean? And so I, you know, at least, at least, so like, uh, at least I will say that. And so, um, but yeah, you know, like, so, so as far as that, and, and also um, now to go into our NXT segment, of course, and of course, you know, of course last night was a, was a NXT heat wave. And the biggest thing to come out of that, you know, it's, you know at least the biggest match to me, biggest match to come out of that, like the biggest moment, the highlight of that is none other um, than Carmelo Hayes versus Wesley. And this is very historic because of the fact that you know, it's the first time that we've seen, you know, I think it's the first time that, we've, that we have seen uh, two black wrestlers compete for the NXT championship, you know. And so, 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 you know, so, so of course, either way, um, a black guy was gonna was gonna walk out as an NXT champion. So, and, and, and of course, um, congratulations to, to Carmelo Hayes for still, you know, saying, you know for retaining the NXT uh, championship. You know, and I, I feel as though um, Melo versus Wesley has a potential to be the NXT version of HBK versus Brett. You know, and uh, you know, and also, also I like how the fa- I like I like the fact that. Um, Heatwave started with, well, with, with um, Heatwave started with Trick, and it ended with Melo. And sorry about that. Mm-hmm. I'm going to be, but uh, but yeah, like like, like I said, um, crazy. But um, but yeah, but you know, but, but, but you know, but, of course, uh, but of course, like like I said, um, I like how uh, Heatwave. Like, you know, so I, I like the fact that he would start start up uh, trick and ended with mellow. And I like that. I like the, uh, the backstage segment um, where they hinted at trick wanting to challenge mellow for, for the NXT championship. Not so much. Sorry about that. Um, not like in this, it was not so much in the sense of wanting to betray Carmelo. But just letting him know um, that I want to be my own man. I want to be my own star. You know what I mean? I, I don't I don't I don't want to be known as being someone that's in your shadow. So that's what I'm getting out of it. Not so much of a backstab stab, not so much of a, of a betrayal because of that the new day create a new blueprint, you know, to you know to, to show that um, you know, to show that um, the, the team, the factions. Don't have to turn on each other, you know. Actually, you know, like um, they, they don't have to turn on each other in order for in order for the for the guys that are in the group to be great, you know. Especially when it comes when it comes to black men, you know. New day great blueprint that black men do not have to turn on each other, even in wrestling, you know. And so I would hope that Trick and Mello uh, take notes from that. I would hope that you know, actually somewhere down the line, um, the Street Profits can take note take notes from that as well, you know. And so, um, so, so, so the thing is, I, I look at it at, you know, as um, as mellow, not not mellow, but a trick, um, just keeping notes and, and just just having his eye uh, on the bigger prize, you know. Um, still, be, you know, like, you know, just still having a bond, still being brothers and stuff like that. But you know, you know, like, you know at the same time, you know, like, without it having being uh, a nasty breakup or anything like that, you know what I mean? So, so I, I feel as though. That there's a way um, that they can do that, you know, and so 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 so, so um, but, you know, but, 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 
but the match in and of itself was absolutely spectacular. Um, Carmelo Hayes once again continues to show why he is him, you know, why he is the real deal, why he is the one that is meant uh, to carry this NXT brand, to carry um, to carry the NXT championship, the brand in and of itself, to be the franchise, to be the one, you know, to, to, to be the one to, to carry this to, to carry this uh, title and this brand into, into a whole new, whole new direction, uh, like it's a whole different direction and things like that, and, and just to carry the ball as far as he can. You know what I mean? And I think he's doing a great job with it. And I see him ever since WrestleMania weekend, ever since NXT stand and deliver. And I feel like that Mello has shown time and time again that he is box office when it comes to NXT. You know, and um, you know, and he's he's shown more and more that he has earned that endorsement of Shawn Michaels. And Shawn has spectacular um, eye for talent. You know, and you know. And, and the way that, the way that he is uh, developing these stars under this NXT umbrella is a testament to uh, his evaluation skills. You know, and, and, for him, and for him to invest so much, so much in, uh, in Melo, and you could tell that Carmelo is, is definitely from the HBK learning tree. You know, what I mean, like you know, when, it, when it comes to how he, how he performs in the ring, how he carries himself, I'm like, yeah, this you know, definitely. You know, like I say, if there's anybody that's, that could carry the moniker Black HBK, it's Carmelo, without question. And he's shown more and more, time and time again, why he is of the most improved player when it comes to the BRP 50. He went from number six, now he's number two on that list right behind Bianca, you know. And um, like you know, so it's, it's, it's like, like I said, um, Carmelo is, you know, it's always going to be the MVP when it comes to NXT. So now. Um, so, yes, I think so, 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 so now, now it's time to um, move. Maxine, so, 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 um, now it is time for now it's time for me to move on to Maxine, uh, to my top ten. Um, so, uh, so now it's time for me for me to move into my top ten uh, edge matches of all time. You know, and, uh, and of course, like I said before, coming up with. The top ten greatest edge matches in and of itself, you know, so, you know certainly uh, was no walk in the park. You know, um, I can tell if, it's, if it was a bigger challenge than coming up with, with top with with a top ten list of Shawn Michaels matches because that in and of itself was you know uh, was a wrestling match in itself. Same with coming up with top ten Undertaker matches. Um, you know, and, and of course, like whenever I do a spotlight on someone, a legend spotlight, I like to come up with, you know, with, with, with their top 10 matches, right? And so for me, when it, when it comes, like, so, you know, like, so, like I said, when it comes, for me, when it comes to, like, when it comes to greatest uh, uh, edge matches, I would say number 10, uh, it's going to be a, a wild card thing. Like I'm looking at uh, number ten for Seth Rollins uh, at Crown Jewel. Number nine, Backlash 2007, the Fatal Four Way with him versus Randy Orton uh, versus Shawn Michaels versus John Cena. with him versus Orton versus um, Shawn Michaels versus John Cena. Um, for, the, for, the, for the WWE Championship. 
Then at number eight, I have um, his WrestleMania 20, uh, 24 match with The Undertaker. You know, and the reason why I have the reason why I have it there is just because I guess you want to create some type of some type of variety. Maybe you know because because I had the other Undertaker match on, uh, on, on on this list as well. Number seven, I have to go with next. Like I said, you know, um, so like I said, um, and actually, actually, you know what? Um, I'm not going to go with the Rollins match number ten. Uh, you know, you no know, forget about it. Number ten, I'm going to go with the, the WrestleMania 37 Triple Threat match. And number nine. Like, you know what? Forget about it. Um, like, 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 see, yeah, you know, six, like, so number, number 10, I have WrestleMania 37, Triple Threat Match. Number nine, Backlash 2007 for, for the four way. Number eight, WrestleMania 24 versus The Undertaker. Number seven, I'm going to go with WrestleMania 21, like, so the, the Money in the Bank ladder match, which he won to become the number one contender uh, you know, for the WWE, for the WWE Championship. Um, number six, I'm going to go with his uh, like said, his match with John Cena at Backlash 2009, that last man standing match. At number five, I'm going to go with his WrestleMania 22 match versus Mick Foley, where they absolutely tore the house down, might as well burn the house down. Uh, you know, you know, with, with, with the way the match, with the way that match was going. Um, like I said, that's my number, number five match. Number four, I'm going to go with his uh, SummerSlam 2008 match with The Undertaker, the Hell in a Cell match. Number three, I'm going to go with the TLC match with John Cena and Unforgiven. Number two, I'm going to go with WrestleMania 2000. And then, you know, actually, you know what? Forget about it. Um, actually, number three, I'm going to have WrestleMania 2000. Uh, number two, I'm going to go with the Unforgiven match versus John Cena, the TLC match. And then number one, I'm going to go with TLC2. So, you know, so, so, so as far as that's like number one, I have TLC2. Number, number two, I have uh, Unforgiven versus, versus Cena, the TLC match in, in Toronto. Um, of course, number three, I have WrestleMania 2000. Number four, Hell in a Cell versus Undertaker at SummerSlam 2008. Number five, the hardcore match with Mick Foley at, um, at WrestleMania 22. Number six, Last Man Standard versus Cena at Backlash. Number seven, at WrestleMania 21, Money, Money in the Bank match. Um, number eight, WrestleMania 24 versus Undertaker. Number nine, Backlash 2007. And number 10, the WrestleMania 37 Triple Threat match with Roman Reigns and Daniel Bryan. So those are my top 10 edge matches of all time. Now, when it comes to where I rank uh, edge on an all-time scale, this is certainly something that, um, you know, it's certainly a conversation um, that, Mike, that Mike and I had uh, on Perfect Plex on Monday. And so, so, so of course, I appreciate it. We appreciate um, all the fan interactions and you know, everything like everything else like that going on. Um, like I say, all, all the involvement with that. But now that Edge is you know, essentially done when it comes to his WWE career, and you know, and, and, and of course, I'm still holding out for you know, for, like say, for one last WrestleMania match. But. Um, in that in that aspect, like I said, one, one of the things that we talked about, one of the, um, one of the main uh, key points when it comes to um, Edge is his legacy. You know, where he falls on the all-time ranking because Edge is one of those guys that's very polarizing in the sense that if you love him, you love him. You know, you're either an Edge guy or you're not. 
if you're not a fan of his, you know, if you can't stand him, you just trade it, can't stand him. You know, if you, like I so said, if you're a diehard Edge fan, you have, you have him ranked very high. You know, um, if you are super duper like anti Edge, if you, you know, I like said, so if, if, if you're not that fond of him, if you don't think he's a top guy and things like that, you're still going to rank him much lower, you know, within like the mid 30s or 40s and stuff like that, right? Um, for me, I'm like, I like to create some, have some type of balance, some type of, some type of middle ground for those uh, that have seen my 50 greatest wrestlers list. Um, I'm pretty, you know, like I said, for those that have seen it, you already know where I stand when it comes to Edge. Um, and the thing is, I wrestled with, even when it came to his ranking, there are things I wrestled with, you know, with, with, with him. I had a Brock Lesnar, I had a Roman Reigns, Eddie Guerrero, like seeing it, if I should put him ahead of them, ahead of them or behind them, and things like that. So, uh, so there, there were different uh, rough drafts of the list before before I officially finalized. So, with all that being said, I had Edge slightly out of the top twenty, going to the top twenty five. So, Edge is between the twenty and twenty five range. I'm a, I'm gonna be honest. Right now on my list, I actually have Edge at number twenty-one uh, on my uh, let's say on my top fifty all my top fifty all-time list. You know what I mean? It's, it's, and the thing about it is that um, you know Edge has a highly decorated career. It's a phenomenal career. He's a pioneer uh, in so many ways when, uh, when it comes to modern wrestling and things like that. And as I said, countless, countless times before. Um, so. He's, like I said, he certainly has the accomplishments, the achievements, done it all, won it all. You know, it's pretty, pretty much something I can think about. This pretty much going to be the, um, uh, the name of the episode because the, his motto says itself. He's done it all and won it all. You know what I mean? Um, thank you, Edge. Thank you very much for for the imprint that you left, the mark that you left um, like said, on, on WWE, on wrestling in and of, in and of itself in general. You know what I mean? And so thank you very much for, um, like I said, you know, for the ground that you've broken for thank you very much for the impact that you made when it came to the tag team division thank you very much for the impact that you've made um after the tag team you know like seeing it like seeing it, it's, 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 I'm, I'm just i'm just thankful like seeing it, you know, for, for, so, for so many different uh milestones uh, that he's been a part of so many different like just like you know, different um uh, like you know, like different moments and and other, other things in history, but just so much, you know, just so much of, of what he's accomplished over the course of a remarkable career. So, like, like, so, like, so, like I said, like, I guess, like, I guess, like, I really have to think about that list very, very carefully. That list could change, uh, who knows? But those are my general um, consensus matches when I think about Edge's career, you know, and so. Um, with, like you know, and like like I like said, the thing about it is, is that you know, like said, Edge is a is a highly um, like I said, highly decorated, uh, like I said, highly, highly decorated career, um, you know, and, and of course, like I said, in, in the ring, you know, he was absolutely amazing, absolutely phenomenal. Um, like I said, he was somebody who would absolutely go with the very best of the best of the best, um, you know, and and, 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 and like like I said, and the thing is, the things he left uh, nothing on the table. You know, you know, the thing is, he's, he's constantly giving his all, uh, no matter what's, no matter what match he's in, he's in match he's 
in my estimation, Johnson is quintessential rival, ultimate rival. Um, and Cena is certainly his greatest rival for sure. And um, he's he definitely one of Undertaker's greatest rivals in, 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 that, um, in that post-reconstruction, sort of like PG era um, of Taker's career, especially when it came to that, that especially when it came to a feud uh, in, in 2008. So, when, so the thing is, when I did my list, I made sure to have matches with um, both Undertaker and John Cena on, you know, regardless of the placement of those matches, I still felt it was very important um, for those matches to, you know, for those type of matches to be on this list, you know, and, um, you know, I mean, and, and, and also with, with the way that he came back, you know, and, 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 like after he was, after he was written off, people thought that he, thought that he would never, um, like seeing that he, that he would never ever wrestle again, and you know, and, and, and just the, and just the way just the way that he proved, um, like saying just just the way that he proved so many Britons wrong, so many other doubters wrong, and like and, and, for, and, for, and for him to come back and have the fun. Days. Sorry about that, and like you know, like so, 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 so of course like saying for him, for, him, for him to have the run for him to have the run that, he, that he's had um, after he was initially written off. After so many people doubted him and thought that he that he would never step into the ring again, and for, and for him to have that rehabilitation that he's had, and for you know for him to have this transformation, have this one eighty and things like that, and just really just have just have a rejuvenated career, and just to him for him to have another like I said another life from his career, like I said, it, it's absolutely amazing, and for and for him to to, to use his time to to invest uh, in. in Invest in the next generation, work with the next generation. Um, you know what I mean? And so, like I said, it, it, it was a great way for a legend like him to give back. You know, um, you know, I, I know that I know that he has his fair share of, uh, of detractors, but there's no denying, like I said, you know, no matter how much you don't like him, there's no there's no denying that Edge is in that conversation when it comes to talking about the all time greats. You're talking about the top 50, you know, list, especially whatever. Edge's name has to be in that rotation in some way, shape, or form. You know what I mean? Um, and I feel as though his name is one of those names that would get that would further legitimize and give further credibility to a list like that. You know I mean? and that's just my space. That's just my viewpoint. Um, and, 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 and the thing is, you know, the thing is, I've, I've been a fan of Edge from the beginning. You know, um, and, and like I said, between him and Christian, I was more of an Edge guy, right? And so, um, and, and, and like I said, and for him to, and for the way that he tapped into that rated R uh, superstar persona and being the ultimate opportunist, and that just, like I said, that just shot his uh, career to a whole nother level. You know, like I said, regardless. Of the controversy, of the controversy, um, that you know, I said, you know, that, that, um, that, that kickstarted that, that whole thing, but you know, I said the aftermath of it, you know, like the result, the results speak for themselves. So, like I said, you know, like I said, you know, like, so like I said, so like I said, you know, of course, Edge, Edge is a certified legend, you know, as he said it before, done it all, won it all, like I said, you know, absolutely one of the all time best of the best. Um, like seeing you know, that, that that this industry has to offer, and so like so once again, like I said, just for the sake for the sake of closing out the show, thank you, Edge. 
You know what I mean? Uh, the radar superstar, Mr. You Think You Know Me. On this day, I see clearly everything has come to life. Thank you very much for watching. And uh, like I said, thank you very much for watching and have a great, exceptional evening. All right, so now this is the time of the show where I give birthday shout outs. And of course, on August 22nd, Chuck Brown. Chuck Brown would have turned 80. The Godfather go go himself. Chuck Brown would have turned 87. On that same day, Jimmy and Jay Uso, let the legendary Usos turn 38. Of course, Paul El Paul Ellering, the manager of the of Legion of Doom, turned 70. Of course, Apollo Cruz turned 36. On August 23rd, the late great Black Mamba himself, Kobe Bryant, would have turned 45. On August 24th, WWE Chairman and Owner Vince McMahon turns 78. August 24th, comedy legend Dave, Dave Chappelle turns 50. August 25th, Kel Mitchell of Kenny McHale turns 45. August 26th, James Harden turns 34. August 27th, WWE Hall of Famer Sergeant Slaughter turns 75. And before I, before I go, I would like to give a word of wisdom. Of course, God takes you through this, takes you through the sifting process to mature you and to and to develop you in, in order to in order to reach the destination that he has for you. You're victorious because greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. When you put God at first place, you don't have to worry about being the last place. Please make sure to listen to this podcast on, on iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, or anywhere else that you download podcasts. Thank you very much for listening, and may this day be the very best day of your life.